1: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steal. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: It's time to get inside the Giants Huddle. Huddled up, huddle up, up on Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants Mobile. Get them in there, let's go. Part of the
1: Giants Podcast Network.
2: Welcome to a special Popper's Perspective edition of the Giants Huddle podcast presented by Bob's Discount Furniture. Get Bob's Discount at the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Giants shopping store at mybobs.com. So the Giants are playing the Houston Texans this week. The last time Houston came to MetLife Stadium was way back in 2014, and the Giants beat the Texans 30-17. to and our guest on this podcast is the man who carried the water that day, the one, the only, Rashad Jennings, who just tuned him up for 176 yards and a touchdown. Rashad, how are you? I'm good,
3: man. I'm good. Hearing that stat bring me bring me back to being in the backfield, man. That's a good. That's a good thing to
2: hear. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's talk a little bit about that day because. Um, Yeah, you guys scored 14 points in the second quarter. Victor had a 26-yard touchdown catch. Victor Cruz to make it 7-0. You get a one-yard touchdown run. And, I mean, it's not like you were ripping off gigantic chunks either in the ballgame. I mean, you had a lot of carries that day. As I'm looking at the stats, they fed you the rock, man, 34 times.
3: Yeah, and that was something I was begging for, I remember, at that time. Yeah, I think that, like, 25 yards may be the longest uh, run. 18
2: was your longest run.
3: 18, yeah, it was just a grind. We grinded it out. They they trusted in the run. We stuck to it. Hey, um, I think it was early in the season too that that particular game, and uh, that was something I remember asking Coughlin. Listen, we got to grind this thing out, man. Uh, you, you brought me here to ride. Let me ride one time. And uh, 34 was not a uh, by committee. We had we had decided to do running back by committee at one point in time, and I thought that was a failed recipe. But that
2: particular game, they said, we're going to ride you. So Odell is not active for this game. So you're kind of going into it knowing that you don't have Odell. You do have Akeem who's available to play. Um, Was the mindset going into this game? Hey, you know what? We're going to pound the rock here. Yeah,
3: I think so. Um, We obviously was adjusting to what they were giving us, and we had the attitude of repeat plays. Um, I, I. I think I actually seen the Giants do that. Uh, I believe it was it against the Jags uh, to close the game. They ran the same play uh, like seven times out of the last six plays, or uh, I mean, out of the last eight plays, or something like that. It was smash mouth football. Y'all know what we doing, and we know what y'all are doing. Just let the best players uh, win, and sometimes you can outcoach yourself. So um, I think that day we honestly just were we were making plays based upon excuse me we were making the calls based upon what they were giving us and they they were for whatever reason um stacking the box and you know trying to say hey beat us with the beat us with your arm but we
2: still run the ball so as a running back and in conjunction with your offensive line is there no better feeling on earth than when they know you want to run it you know you want to run it and they can't stop you.
3: It's it's satisfying um imposing your will on somebody and um you know which why how we get to the term smash my football is when everybody in the stands and stadium referees janitors everybody knows what's about to happen and you can't wait to see which athlete wins. Um it's no trickery. It's smash my football. So I appreciated that. Um, that's the kind of environment that I enjoyed. That's actually, you know, coach Coughlin had, uh, said before I became a John, I was with the Oakland Raiders and I became MVP of the team, offensive player of the year on the team. I only played eight games when McFadden went down and got hurt. I replaced him. And, uh, even when he was healthy, they gave me uh, the starting role. And I remember playing against the giants, uh, when I was in the Oakland Raiders, when I was with the Oakland Raiders and coach Coughlin, we had a quick Talk after the game. He was like, yo man, I like the way you run. And uh it's just downhill, smash mouth is hard. And when I came over to become a giant, that's exactly what I anticipated to do is uh be written out smash mouth football. What's up? I'm John Wall.
1: And I'm CJ Toledonna, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six man of the year. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Rashad, you had a lot of big games for the Giants. All Giants fans remember, you know, that cool moment in Buffalo when, you know, you're you're throwing their hands and all that other stuff. Um, Just talk about kind of your running style and why you enjoyed your time with the
3: Giants. Oh, listen, Giants, that's. I still bleed blue, baby. Uh, There's nothing like being in the Mecca of New York. Um, fan base, the opportunities, it's just the color. It's one of my favorite colors, that blue. Um, and also, you know, being a part of such a great franchise and history where the organization is not afraid to talk about Super Bowls and winning Super Bowls and striving for greatness. That was a big difference for me from playing with three different teams. When I was in New York, it was okay to actually strive for greatness and not just be there to grind. Um, And so for me, I love it. Uh, I'm always going to bleed blue and I got some great memories. Obviously I got a chance, man, one thing, and I still talk about it today. I got a chance to watch a kid become a celebrity overnight and Odell Beckham Jr. Like I witnessed it all. I locked it right beside him. I remember when he first got to the team, he was injured. Uh, he was injured. Right. And then, like, you know, he's walking around the locker room, kind of, you know, dancing around, having fun, but trying to figure it out. I remember watching those eyes inside of a human trying to figure it out and to see, you know, the things that he's been able to accomplish uh, throughout his career has been absolutely amazing. I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, but New York,
2: love it. Wouldn't change it for anything. It's a staple. You know, you um obviously you won dancing with the stars in two thousand seventeen, but you were always um you were always the guy that was thinking ahead, right? I mean, because I remember sitting with you in the cafeteria, chatting with you, and you were always thinking about other interests and other things to pursue, even while you were trying to pursue being a running back at the highest level. Talk Absolutely. a little bit about that component of your life and why it's paid dividends now post playing career. I
3: always thought ahead because I never expected to actually play in the NFL. It was a dream. It was a goal. Uh, but heck, everybody got that type of goal. Who doesn't, right? So um, I thought to myself, I'm here for a moment. And, the, and one of the reasons why I did decide to go to New York is it's New York. It's the mecca of everything, right? I knew I wasn't going to be a Hall of Famer. I knew I was never going to wear a gold jacket. That was never my desire, playing in the the league, right? It was always to perform at a high level of whatever capabilities I had. And thinking long term, right? Even if you have a long career in the NFL, a short relativity to life, right? It's a very short career. And I knew I would live more life, Lord willing, outside of wearing a jersey than than wearing a jersey, and so how do I leverage this? How do I get inside of doors that a degree would not allow me to? Right, that shield was a key. Um, the New York Giants symbol is another key to allow me to uh, enter into another network. And so I was always forward thinking. Of you know, I'm not going to be here for a long time. It's my obligated duty. Uh, to, to wear my name on the back of my jersey with with pride and dignity and also the organizations that allowed me um, to be out here and play ball, I'm going to represent them well, regardless of my personal opinions, right? And so, you know, with that being said, I was always thinking forward of I want to be the leader from from the grave for my family. That's, that's where my forward thinking is. And in order for me to lead my family from the grave, I got to be very conscious of the decisions I make while I'm on this side and the way I went about my NFL career, dancing, writing books, uh, all the things that I'm doing now. I still consciously think about the day that I'm gone, you know, that uh, I, my legacy will carry on. What's up? I'm John Wall.
1: And I'm CJ Toledano, And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year, Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Let me ask you this. It's a hypothetical, but you had success playing with the Giants. Um, you had some big games, notable games, like the one we're talking about right now, the 176 against Houston. Do you think because you were associated with the Giants brand, it made your pathway to even being having an opportunity to be on Dancing with the Stars easier? Oh, 100%. 100%. And, uh, you know, and and just
3: that alone for the right time and right place. I mean, just this is how I got on Dance with the Stars. I don't even know if a lot of people know this. I was actually in in New York. I was in Manhattan. I was going to Models to do an autograph signing, okay. right? And I got my headphones on. I'm, I'm jamming out to music. I actually think I was listening to Justin Bieber's album purpose that just came out at the time, right? Just to date where we were at. And I'm just kind of moving my head, you know, back and forth. And TMZ comes up, boom. Hey, Rochelle, looks like you got some really nice moves. Where are you headed to? You ever thought about doing Dance with the Stars? And the camera's in my face. I've never even seen Dance with the Stars at this time. I don't watch TV, right? I'm too busy trying to be on it. So they look at, they. they I said, my answer was, yeah, it sounds great. Again, I don't know what it is. Somehow they got wave of that. Right. And and two years later, I was out with one of my friends and uh, she happened to work with Dance with the Stars. She was like, yo, I think you'll be an amazing talent for this show. I'm going to try to put your name in one by one, bit by bit. Eventually ended up happening perfectly. And I, I think it's because of I was in New York doing a little TMZ interview combined with the people that I met because I was in New York. And like it all ties back into that opportunity, Um, that media exposure really was huge for me. All
2: right. So Rashad, um, just circling back, because the Giants play the Houston Texans this week. Last time they were at MetLife Stadium, you tuned them up for 176 yards in a Giants 30 to 17 win. Uh, Give me your thoughts on. What you've seen out of Saquon Barkley so far this year, because it looks like Saquon is back to being Saquon.
3: Yeah, he looks back in rare form, and I love it. I think he's a special guy. Um, his talent is just it's just unreal. He he's like a creative player, man. That's like uh, when you play when you play Madden and you put together players, you try to put together a running back that is like a stature of what is this, right? Why is his legs like this? And um, he's that. He knows that, too. And I think Giants and everybody who watches football understand that. And he's healthy. Um, you know, playing in the NFL, one of the differences from the collegiate level is, um, you know, you're playing against the best all the time now. And your your athuse and desire to be great is, is different. And I think at the running back position – Um, A few things that you learn is how to fall, Uh, meaning not give up in a play, but like literally falling is different. Um, Blocking is different, right? Understand seeing the game before it happens is different. Now the reaction stuff is that's just on you. That's your skill set. That's your skill level. But actually there's vision of the game that can enhance. There's understanding how to put your body in a, a particular position that advances and blocking advances, and I, and I, I can see that he's uh taking a lot of strides in all of those assets that make you a great running back, completely. And um, you have seen him in rare form, man. And John's off leadership, leadership change. Shout out to the head coach. You know, it, it's it's different when you have different guys in the locker room, man. I, I tell you, in leadership, I just so you know, leadership does not always have to come from the best player. It really doesn't. I remember when I was in the locker room. Um, I remember some of the leaders on the team and they wasn't the best players. And and, and that's the thing that coaches don't always and GMs don't always understand. Mm. And so, you know, it's just like we all eat in dinner at Thanksgiving. Right. Let's say we all eat in dinner and one person leaves and goes to the restroom. You don't feel no energy change. Right. But then maybe your mom, it's one person that, you know, if they get up and walk out, it's like an energy drain right and that's Mm -hmm. your leader it doesn't have to be you know what i mean and so when you get rid of certain players i think uh it takes a little bit to get it back on track um and i because i remember we were we were 11 and 5 my last year we went to the playoffs we went to green bay we took a loss um but man that was a great team right and they changed a few players the next year and it was a it was a struggle for a while (laughs) I ain't going to name none of the names they got rid of.
2: <clears throat> but,
3: uh, you know, leaders ain't always the best players on the team.
2: Rashad, we appreciate a couple minutes of taking this walk down memory lane with us. Thank you so much, and and let's not be a stranger here, bud. Absolutely, man. I miss you guys. Thanks for joining us for this special Poppers Perspective edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast presented by Bob's Discount Furniture. Bob's is back with major style and savings on furniture, mattress decor, and more for your home shop and store online at mybobs.com. Bob's discount furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Giants. We'll catch you next time, everybody.
0: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual.